Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tech Discourses. I am Ratan Rig, your host today. Today, we are going to continue our discussion on the drawbacks of Agile and Scrum. This is the second part of our two-part series talking about drawbacks and, and criticism of Agile and Scrum. As you may recall, in the previous episode, we spoke about the fallacies of Scrum. And in this episode, we are going to talk about Agile and the criticism of Agile. So let's dive right into it. So as we all know, Agile came about in the early 2000s to late 1990s as um, an alternative approach to develop software to overcome the inadequacies of the waterfall development method. The Agile Manifesto, originally signed in 2001 by 17 software developers in Utah, recommended 12 uh, guiding principles and and uh, and and four uh, major features of agile uh, development methodology um, from that point onwards agile has been often overbought and oversold as a one size fit all and as, as a magic pill, as a magic cure for everything that can go wrong under the sun within organizations, uh, software development approaches. And uh, many consultants and many uh, business people um, were interested in drawing agile to fix short-term gaps and and uh, counting on on agile to deliver magnificent results without investing in agile as a core methodology or or as a core tenet of of running the business agile is as good as the people who are implementing it the first requirement for implementing agile throughout the organization and to get the true benefits of agile is to have an agile mindset is to implement an agile mindset and is to implement an agile environment where agile can be nurtured and where agile can grow agile requires investment in learning and teaching agile methods agile requires investment in promoting the agile methods agile requires investment in sticking with agile even when the results may not be optimal to start off with agile generally takes time to be effective as in any new approach will take time to be effective especially with organizations which are carrying a, a legacy baggage however it's very commonplace for people to expect overnight improvements and overnight results when implementing something like Agile. To a large extent, this is directly a result of uh, you know people overselling and overbuying Agile over the last two decades, ever since the Agile as a term came about. In 2001, almost two, two decades earlier, when the term Agile was first coined and when the group of 17 software developers met in Utah, Agile was never on the cards. Agile was not a term that was uh, planned on the agenda. As Dave Thomas himself said, he was one of the original 17 signatories and he said that there is nothing called Agile. 
the focus of of the agile manifesto and the focus of the conference in 2001 was to come up with a method of software delivery that addresses two key pain points the first pain point it from the end customer or the develop or or the uh, uh, end user who should get the software early on to to be able to use the software uh, to be able to lay their hands on the software and and get a touch a touch and feel of it and find out whether it is what they are looking for and from the development team standpoint where the where the development teams if if they get early feedback during the life cycle of of the development then the same feedback can be implemented and incorporated and inculcated to deliver a, a product which can better match the value uh, that the customer is expecting to address these two pain points agile came about agile did not come about as a magic pill to get rid of all the problems within the development delivery teams for for an organization agile means many things to many people commonly agile is referred to by many people as the holy grail of software development something of the nature of a one-size-fits-all approach and uh, people who think this way are perhaps not wrong perhaps this is what they have learned. This approach is uh, oversimplification at best. And while this may be fine for a short-term contracting type project where, um, where Agile can, can deliver some quick results, where the front-end interface is more important than back-end capabilities and where the, the goal is short-term in, in nature, um, and and where the teams which are implementing lack maturity uh, in in agile frameworks in those kind of environments these kind these kind of approaches uh, short term uh, agile uh, approaches may work fine however most experienced developers and software firms find agile is more suited to work where there is uh, or, or is more suited to deliver on the expectations where there is an equal investment in in uh, making agile successful across the organization where the customer is willing to be a part of of running the show and where the customer can and and does change their mind um, the focus in agile is to satisfy the customer through early and frequent delivery of software at many times such deliveries and such uh, continuous product increments may not add value or may not may not uh, you know be productive however uh, an implementation which focuses on just delivering a product increment at the end of every sprint whether it has value or not typically indicates a, a very low agile maturity in the organization and typically those kind of projects would not last long another critical aspect on the agile journey is uh, comes from the people who are engaged in in the agile journey the starting from from the developers and and everybody in in the delivery teams in the development teams to the product organizations and to the testing organizations and to the leadership everybody who is a part of the organization who is a part of the agile team has 
a duty has uh, a responsibility towards agile and this responsibility is very well laid out the expectations are very clear um, they have every everybody on the team has to be a promoter of the agile and the agile way of working and the agile methods and this is one of the key uh, reasons why many organizations who succeed in agile and many organizations who are able to to uh, use agile to bring about transformations in their way of working and and in their outcomes um, how how they how they uh, are able to do that this is one this is one of the prime reasons when everybody becomes a promoter of agile when everybody has invested in agile and continues to invest in agile agile brings about tremendous improvement agile brings about tremendous transformation across the organization uh, finally the implementation of agile is is often critiqued uh, to be lacking um, in in organizations in larger organizations where the focus is on uh, long-term strategic planning for for example one to three years maybe even five years uh, that to a large extent is true because agile at for for at least one half of the two decades that agile has been has been around Agile has typically addressed short-term uh, strategy, short uh, uh, strategic projects, and and um, typically six months to one year um, du duration projects, and typically where the long-term visibility was limited, and and where uh, the the goals were more shorter term and more on the horizon. Uh, so to speak. However, during the last five to ten years, scaled agile frameworks and and scalable agile has caught on, and there has been a tremendous uptick in the in medium to large organizations which have adapted um, longer term agile approaches like uh, scaled agile framework and the latest scaled agile framework 5.0 and portfolio scale and large program level uh, level safe where uh, the focus is on running agile projects and agile shops which typically span one to three year in duration so um, generally in these large organizations there is a steady investment in agile there is an investment in building the agile infrastructure there is uh, agile becomes an organizational way of doing things and agile bring, becomes inculcated in, into the culture of the and, and the fabric of the organization these organizations typically large banks and large financial institutions typically like to plan as as we discussed earlier one to three years uh, in in advance and and their pipeline of features and the pipeline of of epics to be built and products to be built generally is one to three to five years in in length now to feed into that uh, and and to and to draw work from that kind of a pipeline agile needs to scale itself
and from uh, you know a short term uh, scale of of focusing on on the next two to three uh, uh, sprints and and the next uh, two to three months the focus of agile grows to focus on the next two to three quarters so typically it is seen that in large scale safe implementations scaled agile framework implementations there is a product increment planning which is done for the immediate next quarter and the quarter after that is also uh, from a planning perspective is on the also on the cards so at any given time the development teams and the development delivery organization commits to hard goal of of uh, certain features and certain pipeline for the next quarter and a soft uh, goal for the quarter out uh, so the planning is done for one to two quarters in advance and uh, that happens the, the planning happens on a rolling quarterly basis so at any given point in time the agile delivery teams themselves focus on the non not the next one to two months but on next three to six months and and possibly even beyond with an overall horizon of and and a delivery uh, backlog spanning the next one to three to five years and that is how agile has uh, agile has scaled up and agile has is now meeting the demands of of large scale organizations where typically agile was seen to be less successful because of the fact that these organizations favored long term strategic planning of of 1 to 3 to 4 5 years maybe in addition to that agile has also been um, evolving continuously and there are multiple permutations and combinations and multiple versions of hybrid agile out there so hybrid agile typically refers to an agile approach where where two or more methods of agile like lean kanban or lean xp or lean scrum or or um, uh, lean ban are implemented uh in conjunction with each other where one method is found to be lacking and where it is felt that two methods while implemented parallelly would would lead to better outcomes for the organization and agile has has evolved in in a in a fabulous manner to uh to meet the demands of such organizations which are continuously evo- evolving and adapting agile in in uh, different hybrid permutations and combinations and and agile has responded very very well to that kind of implementations and uh, it's it's credit to the organizations the some of the uh, typical startup organizations and some of small scale um, uh, software uh, integrators who are uh, who are pioneering the the work in that area of of using multiple agile approaches together to get the maximum benefit for the organization now typically it is seen that generally uh, typically and generally organizations and products where uh, the delivery cycles are large for example in financial industry in in banking and in in uh, large scale uh, 
financial organizations where uh, a product is generally developed over a six six month to a two year three year kind of a time frame that it's not advisable and it's not uh, entirely possible to um, to release to to keep releasing small increments at at the end of every sprint or at the end of every every two sprints to the customer and generally during the the first few uh, first couple of quarters of of the development uh, life cycle there typically would not be any code or or any uh, feature ready to be released to the customer because one feature generally has got cross impact and cross dependencies on multiple other features so for example if if it's a net banking app then then a feature like uh, checking balance or feature like making an online payment would typically have cross impact and dependencies across multiple other systems and multiple other other payment uh, uh, generation systems and balance processing systems and and the likes and uh, it simply is not possible to just release one feature uh, Imagine how would you feel if your net banking app has got only one feature of making up uh, making an online payment, and you you cannot check your balance or anything like that. So generally, uh, a certain minimum number of features have to be ready for an application or a product to become usable for the customer, and. Uh, the the typical agile mindset of releasing um, small increments uh, to the customers generally doesn't kick in or doesn't apply till the time you have a baseline product ready to be released to the customer. Oftentimes, uh, agile has um, an approach to to make sure that even when the the larger delivery uh, scope of of uh, completing all the features given for a particular re- release are are not achieved or or is missed there is um, there is a, a planning uh, technique called mvp or a minimum viable product that can be uh, implemented which can result in benefits to the agile organization by the way of having uh, a minimum uh, acceptable product to the customer released at the end of the cycle. Minimum viable product approach can produce fantastic results in small groups in incredibly short period of time with a clear-cut mandate. Um, and, and even in larger groups, the benefits of having a, an MVP approach can be many. Overall, it is seen that Agile is great uh, and Agile is evolving and Agile typically has something for everybody. But the demands of the next generation of software and application development processes requires a continuous evolution and a continuous investment into Agile. And that continuous investment can can only come from, from every organization where Agile is being implemented. Once again, as we have scrum masters who are basically tasked with um, removing impediments for the development team, there are agile coaches whose only job role is to remove impediments from the implementation and adaptation of agile across the organization. And many a times it's seen that uh, agile coaches are worth their weight in gold because what they are doing is 
if uh, smoothing out the, uh, the the roadmap for implementation of agile across the organization and the benefits of which the organization can reap for years to come having agile coaches and having a continuous uh, commitment and investment into promoting agile as a mindset as an environment uh, for the for the entire organization and for the development teams across all the functions within the organization be it legal be it compliance be it be it the core it be it uh, it secops be it it devops is is typically unmatched uh, from from a scenario where agile is implemented as a standalone imp- implementation or a standalone initiative the organizations which are uh, which have which have adapted agile and which have uh, benefited from agile have benefited from investing in agile have benefited from staying the course and have benefited from uh, from putting the commitment to run with agile before anything else remember agile is the the implementation of agile across the organization is a question of creating an agile environment is a question of creating creating an ecosystem where agile is supported where agile is promoted and where agile is nurtured that is easier said than done however it's not at the same time it's not as difficult as it sounds as well all it requires is continuous focus and uh, for everybody within the organization to promote agile and for the leadership to stay invested in agile and to stay committed to the agile framework and and the way of doing things in agile in other words making agile a mindset and making agile uh, an environment for the entire organization that brings us to the end of this episode um i truly hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it i truly hope that you found this episode informative and you found the content enriching once again all the feedback is welcome uh, we'll be back with more thank you very much for listening in have a have a nice day and a nice week ahead have a great time and stay safe thank you very much everybody mm-hmm.